You're listening to America Won't Shut Up. This week, America Won't Shut Up about smoking. With us in the studio this week are Nathan Garbage Trash. He's a professor emeritus at Dartmouth College and a smoking historian. We're also going to be visited by Carlotta Craig, a teacher, mother, and a blogger. She's going to be teaching us how to pick up smoking once again. Also this week, our good friend the Befuddler drops by as Mr. Hank Schlitz brings a ton of puzzles and riddles for you. We also are going to be checking in with the headlines and our Twitter trend check-in of the week. All that and more, plus music from the Foo Fighters, coming up today on America Won't Shut Up. listening to America Won't Shut Up, the show where we talk about what America won't stop talking about. I'm one of your hosts, Jason Flowers. I'm Pat O'Brien. And Jason, oh my goodness, this week everyone is talking about smoking cigarettes. It's sweeping the nation. I'm doing it. I just finished one uh, before we started this uh, session right now. Now, Pat, you know in high school I was the captain of the football team. Uh, Yeah, you won't shut up about it. I got three girls pregnant. Okay, come on, show off. (laughs) Come on. I was a real cool dude. Now, I've been long out of high school, and I haven't felt this cool in a long, long time. But now I started, I picked up smoking again recently. Oh, I am so cool. I feel cool. People have told me I'm cool. It, it's so great. Smoking you know, is the best. What's what's your brand? Uh, Newports. You know what's fun? When, it, when you bump into someone now, instead of saying hi, you say, what's your brand? Exactly. What's your brand, Pat? Marlboro. Lights. Marble lights, and you know what? I'm smoking at home more, which is um, which is great. And I had my daughters this weekend. My daughters were over, and they said, "Daddy, daddy." And then my youngest said, "Sir, sir," because she's calling me sir. Why are you smoking? And I said, "Honey, I don't know, and I don't care." You know, and that's how America feels right now. America's smoking, and they just don't care. Now, did you ask her why aren't you smoking? She's four years old, so I, you know she wouldn't yeah, be allowed to do that. That's way too young. You still have to be eighteen. Sure. Uh, what do you say we take a look at what the internet's talking about with this hot new trend? As we take a look at the Twitter trend check-in of the week. You've got mail. Here's your Twitter trend check-in of the week. Coming up, real big this week. Our first hashtag. Hashtag smoking. Next up, we got hashtag Surgeon General real? Question mark. Uh, hashtag Camel Cash. Next up, hashtag the mask. The mask is real big. Coming in right below that, we've got hashtag Jim Carrey is the mask. Next up, hashtag Where is Flavor Country. Uh, below that, hashtag I forgot this was Cameron Diaz's first movie. Next up, hashtag She looks so young. And finally, below that, hashtag cigarettes. Real simple, easy, obvious choice. Of course, that has been your Twitter trend check-in of the week. You've got mail. Now, uh, Jason, I've been blabbing my big mouth a bunch about how smoking has been affecting my life. What's going on with you and yours? Well, I talked a little bit about how it's made me really cool. Sure. So, I don't know. I've like, I've gone out a little bit this week. Mm. Gone to the malls. You know, just a lot of the cool hangout spots. Sure. Uh, the local diner and stuff. And I find like a lot more young teens are hanging out with me. Just They just see that I'm really cool, I think, is the biggest thing. Well, that's so important. And people are smoking indoors, which is what I love. Yes. Oh, I I'm, go to the grocery store. I'm buying food and lettuce. And we, there's just cigarette smoke everywhere. And it's great. And we, we talk about so much on the show how politicians sometimes just get in the way of things. But they were quick to hop on this trend and get all of that anti-smoking legislation just cleared, cut, and removed from the books. 
so that people could take advantage and smoke. Well, you cigars. know President Obama is sneaking puffs. Oh, absolutely. And he's no longer hiding it, which is great. I don't think he should have to. You talked a little bit about President Obama. Let's see how the smoking trend is affecting some of the rest of the nation's news. In a little segment we call Heads Up, Here's, Here's the, the News. news. This week, a group of former Surgeons General, including Jocelyn Elders and C. Everett Koop, held a press conference to say, sorry for being such a bummer all those years. Hey, we owe you a smoke. Those eligible to receive the smokes can claim them by December 1st at any participating Walmart location. Now, of course, the election results have been in for a little while now. And after having had some time to reflect on his campaign strategy, current President Barack Hussein Obama said that, win, lose, or draw, He's just happy to know that the election came down to his history of smoking. Yep, it was a real barn burner. In related news, Sasha Obama was spotted sneaking a ciggy between pages 328 and 329 of her social studies textbook. And finally, this one store by my house claims to sell all smokes at state minimum prices. So go check that out. That's been this week's news. Coming up later in the show, music from the Foo Fighters. Now, Pat, we heard these guys in Soundcheck. Oh, my God. Oh, they sounded so good. I heard these guys, Jason, I heard these we were guys both there, yeah. warming up. Tell, tell us, how, how did they sound? I heard them warming up, and I'm thinking to myself, how do these guys do? These guys are getting on in years. They're getting old. How do they sound so good and so fresh after all these years? And then I thought, I thought quit thinking and just enjoy it. There you go. That's coming up later in the show, that and a whole lot more this week on America Won't Shut Up. Welcome back to America Won't Shut Up. If you're just joining us, of course, our topic this week is smoking. And today, from time to time, this gentleman drops in on us. He's our old pal. You know him as Hank Schlitz. We know him as the Befuddler. Welcome, Befuddler. Welcome, Hank. Oh, thanks for having me, Pat. Jason. You're welcome, Befuddler. Have you got some Befuddlers for us today? Oh, of course. Excuse me. Have you been smoking a lot, Befuddler? I have. I have been smoking quite a bit. Well, you and America both, Befuddler. Isn't that right, Jason? That is, of course. Now, have you got some befuddlers for us today? I absolutely do. Would you like to hear some? Oh, we would. We'd love to. All right. Well, our first befuddler, of course, is for you, Pat, and you, Jason. All right. All right. Now, I'm going to tell you four things. You tell me the odd one out. All right? Four things, odd one out. I've seen this game before. Which doesn't belong. Which doesn't belong. Here we go. Leather jackets. Not caring what other people think, smoking cigarettes, getting good grades in school. Whoa. Hmm. Uh, if I'm being honest, that last one stuck out a little weird to me. I don't. Well, you got smoking cigarettes, wearing leather jackets. These are all things that I do, and I know you definitely yeah. do, Jason. Not caring what people think. I certainly don't care what people think. Anyone. Getting good grades in school. I gotta go with. That. I still feel like that's the one that's. Yeah, out I'm gonna to say me. getting good grades in school. That's right. That's the odd man out. Of course, everything else is really cool. Yeah, right. that was it. Yes. Yep, everything so. else in the list was super cool. All right, here we go. Here's another set. You're looking for the odd one out. Let's do All it. Right. Tobacco, paper, a filter, anything bad. 
Hmm. Which one doesn't fit? I mean, it sounds like those are... Industries. The filter industry. Cars. Yeah, maybe. Am I... Ah. Now I'm seeing where I'm wrong here. They're all cigarette parts. Right, but like... I don't think any, there's all anything of bad in cigarettes, so I think maybe that's... Filters, tobacco, paper, all in cigarettes, nothing bad. Oh, that's correct. You've done it again, Pat. Yes. <clears throat> Jason's eating your dust, or your smoke, should I say. <laughs> Enjoy. Need a bib. It's tasty. All right, here we go. This is your last one. Okay. It would be a tiebreaker if Jason had gotten any correct. <sighs> this one's worth three points. A restaurant, an airplane... In a baby's room, the Flying Dutchman. Hmm. In a baby's room, one seems like... Now, what uh, is the Flying Dutchman? That might give it away. What is a baby's room? I know what a baby... I, 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 I'm sorry. I feel like restaurant... I feel like all of those places are probably like places you could smoke. I've smoked in all those places except the Flying Dutchman. This evening, my baby's room, a restaurant. What was the other place? An airplane. And I flew in. Yeah, I flew in. All right, so I'm I guess say it's Flying Dutchman. That's to, correct. That's correct, see. Pat. The odd one out is the Flying Dutchman. The first three: restaurant, airplane, in a baby's room, are all places where it feels great to smoke. Ah, I knew it. The but the Flying Dutchman is a ghost ship. Ah, ghost ship. Now, of, ship. of course, Befuddler, whenever you're here, we like to give a good puzzle for our listeners at home. Of course, for the listening audience. Do you have one of those? I, of course, do. So uh-huh. uh, those of you out there in earphone land, listen up. I've scrambled the names of some super cool cigarette brands. You unscrambled them. Here we go. Balmorbo. American Spirit. And lastly, Carol Cigamets. Okay, that's Carol Cigamets. So you figure out which cool cigarette brand that is and write it down on a 3x5 index card and email that to AmericaWon'tShutUp at gmail.com. Subject, Forever Befuddled 2012. That's Forever Befuddled 2012. I I have my guess, Pat. I've got some ideas, but I'm not 100%. But maybe you at home will be 100%. So send in your befuddler answers today. All right, you're listening to America Won't Shut Up. Coming up later in the show, music from the... Well, thanks for having me, guys. It was great to be here. It was an honor. Sorry, befuddler. Thank you for being here. That's Hank Schlitz, the befuddler. We appreciate him. Stay befuddled. Smoke him if you got him. You're listening to America Won't Shut Up. You know, Jason, we've been talking a lot about smoking and cigarettes, but there's something I'd like to address that hasn't come up. It's where do you put all the darn cigarette butts when you're done smoking them? I mean, you know me. I'm smoking uh, left and right. I'm smoking like crazy. I got papers all over my desk. I've been putting out cigarettes on the floor, on my pants. It's ruining my kids' homework and their studies. You name it. You know, smoking's great, but where do you put these butts? That's why I tried ashtrays.com. You log onto the site. There's no waiting in line, no waiting in line at the post office. They send you an ashtray, any size and color, and boom, you put out your cigarettes in the tray, and they're out of sight and out of mind. Uh, This sounds great. Uh, Can you explain maybe a little bit what exactly an ashtray is for the uninitiated? Sure. An ashtray is a little cup with little little slots in the side where you could could either put out a finished cigarette or rest a current 
the smoking cigarette, and then your hands are free to be on the internet, use the phone, or just hug your daughter. Now this sounds like something I would see on a store shelf. You're telling me I don't have to go to any store, I don't have to wait in line. Put down your rain slicker in your shoes because you don't have to leave the house. With ashtrays.com, you log onto the site, you get a promotional code, you enter that code, and then you order as many ashtrays as you choose, and it shows up at your door seven to ten business days later, and boom, you're ready to smoke. That's right. Just go to ashtrays.com slash AWSU, use the promo code AWSU, and this week only, save 40% off all your ashtray purchases. I think these things will make great Christmas gifts for any smokers in your life. Absolutely. Ashtrays.com. Stick a cigarette in it. Welcome back to America Won't Shut Up. If you're just joining us, our topic this week is smoking. And with us in the studio today, we're very happy to have him, Nathan Garbage Trash. He's a professor at Dartmouth College and the author of the new book, Smoke, A People's History of Smoking. Nathan, welcome. Thank you very much, Pat, Jason. It's, uh, it's great to be here. Now, we, uh, we appreciate you being here in the studio. Now, you, uh, as I said, are a smoking historian. Yes. Tell us about what your day-to-day -day life consists of in educating people about smoking history. Well, um, yes, that's right. I've been a professor at uh, Dartmouth for 30 years now, and during that time, we've seen smoking become uh, more and less popular in sort of waves. And of course, right now, we're uh, in the midst of a, a great upsurge, which has, of course, uh, certainly bolstered uh, enrollment in my class, which is very nice. I always like speaking to large groups of people. Uh, so basically, I what I do is I lecture uh, once a day. It's a three-hour-long lecture, and it's on smoking, the history of smoking, and uh, also I always make sure to mention the benefits of smoking. True. Uh, because in addition to being a historian, I'm also very up-to-date on uh, many uh, facts and figures about how smoking actually might be good for you. And I would love to hear, I mean, what are some of, off the top of your head, what are some of those, those ways in which smoking can improve your health? Well, uh, there are actually multiple studies right now that are uh, very close to proving that smoking uh, does not cause but actually prevents lung cancer. Interesting. We're not exactly mm. sure of the science of it, but uh, I think it has something to do with kind of clearing it out, you know, sure. sort of clearing smoking out the Smoking it out, sort of? Yeah, well, the smoke sort of is in, is in your lungs and it's it kind of clears it out. I can see that, yeah. yeah. If that makes sense. I mean, I'm not a scientist, but scientifically that... Seems to make it checks out to yeah, me. I mean, me I'm, I'm I'm convinced. Mm -hmm. um, so that's uh, certainly one cause uh, uh, or one uh, fact about smoking. Another is that uh, smoking actually does uh, make one cooler. Oh. Uh, it, it's it, it's not just uh, that it appears to make one cooler, but smoking does, in fact, scientifically make one cooler. That's good to know. Well, you're hearing that. I mean, I think that's important to, to really uh, make people aware of. You're hearing this as a fact. So the next yeah. time your parents or somebody tries to tell you that smoking doesn't make you cool, you could tell them, no, mom, dad, uh, a professor told me on the radio that it does, and oh, that's a fact. That's that great. is true, yes. It makes you cooler. Uh, there's absolute evidence in that, and there are quantifiable ways to measure coolness, of course. Which I'm, I'm, I'm. I would love to hear. Do you have any, uh, anything about that that you can talk about? I'm yes. very into how smoking can make me cooler. Mm -hmm. uh, I feel that it has, and to know that it. You seem very cool. Yeah. I, I'm not surprised at all that you smoke. Well, if there. you'd seen me a month ago, not this. Not Jason's the case. wearing a shirt with kind of like a beer on it, just oh, yeah. sort of like a cup of beer. What did uh, my shirt last month was a cup of milk. 
Yeah, right. Take yeah. that outside. What? Get out of here. Take oh, that yeah. back to the schoolyard. Yeah. No, we, we have found that uh, T-shirts that have beer and other cool beverages on them are typically worn by smokers. Yeah. Sure. Now, uh, Professor, mm-hmm. what if you, what if, uh, to what, now you smoke, I assume you smoke cigarettes, right? Uh, yes, I do. I smoke uh, two packs a day. And do you, you and your students, do you smoke in, you smoke during your classes, I, I presume? Well, unfortunately, there's still um, some regulations uh, that uh, prevent us from being allowed to smoke. Mm. Uh, we, we can't smoke in the room, although I'm, of course, consistently trying to lobby to allow sure. students yeah. to smoke. Sometimes on Friday, though, I'll kind of bend the rules a little bit, let sure. students Friday, smoke. Casual Friday, Exactly. And do you find that, you know, this recent surge in, uh, you mentioned that the that interest in smoking is sort of cyclical. Mm-hmm. Do you find that when a bunch of people kind of get on board, is that helpful for smoking as a whole? I absolutely think it is. Well, uh, I, human minds do tend to work in, in groups, and uh, when large masses of people are uh, behind smoking, and then it's absolutely just great for the smoking community. I'm going to say two words. Bad breath. Myth or fact? That is actually a myth. Uh, bad breath is, in fact, caused by things like food, mm-hmm. uh, coffee, uh, waking up in the morning, and uh, you know, especially if you breathe through, through your mouth. Um, but smoking does tend to cause, in fact, good breath, and it's always nice kissing someone who's just smoked. You get that kind of smoky... Uh... Smoky oh, flavor. Yeah, the mesquite yeah. flavor. Yes, know. exactly. People love it. I've actually kissed many of my students in sort of affairs that I've had, and uh, usually it's very preferable if they've smoked sure. just beforehand. Now, speaking now, a lot you you mentioned you have affairs with a lot of your female students. Um, many, yes. Do you, if you have an affair with a student, do you encourage? I mean, say say they're not a smoker already. Mm-hmm. Say she's not into smoking. Do you encourage her to smoke? Uh, I do, and uh, sometimes I, I force them to smoke. Oh, interesting. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, professor, you said uh, obviously your title. You're a smoking historian, mm-hmm. sort of. That's correct. Um, can you give us maybe a little uh, history of smoking, if you yeah. will? Yeah. Well, here's just a sort of hodgepodge of uh, facts about smoking. Uh, Forty-one of the forty-four U.S. presidents. Uh, smoked cigarettes so it wasn't just barack obama um but uh, and two of the other three who didn't smoke tried it at one point uh james polk stole some from his mom's purse and smoked one on the roof of his childhood home and uh, didn't like it Uh, and uh, warren g harding was peer pressured by a few of his uh schoolyard hooligans to smoke one cigarette at a time until he made it through three packs which was a very traumatic experience for him. He, he threw up a lot. Oh, wow. Also, uh, Martin Luther King Jr. was uh, reportedly so nervous before his I Had a Dream speech that he smoked an entire pack of Marlboro Reds. No, isn't that, correct me if I'm wrong, isn't that I I Have a Dream? Um, I think it would, I thought it was I Had a Dream. I, I, thought I it guess would, it would have taken, he was awake, so. Yeah, it would make more sense if it's... That's very true. Yeah. Yeah. Not, yeah. Um, another uh, interesting thing is that some of the earliest philosophical minds smoked cigarettes. Uh, Plato would uh, allegedly go to his roof and smoke cigarettes until he came up with his theories. And um, Immanuel Kant historically developed his categorical, categorical imperative theory uh, while smoking. Uh, during the Great Depression, cigarettes were encouraged to kind of pick the nation back up. Uh, Franklin Roosevelt... 
of course, made his famous pick yourselves up by the bootstraps and have a cigarette speech. Mm-hmm. Uh, cigarettes underwent their own form of prohibition in the 1950s when the U.S. was doing very well. The nation was in the midst of an economic boom. And so the worry was that people would have too much fun uh, smoking. Another interesting fact about smoking is that roofs uh, were invented so people could have a, a place to smoke. Interesting. And uh, Ben Franklin was smoking a cigarette when he first flied a kite. Um, now, Professor, what do you you know? You know so much about smoking history. What do you? What does the future hold for cigarettes and for smoking? Well, that's a great question, Pat. We're uh, very optimistic about smoking and. Uh, where it could lead the country and, and perhaps the world. Um, some are even predicting that uh, if cigarettes were airdropped into third world nations, that they would start smoking and therefore be happier, which mm-hmm. would eventually lead to world peace. Be more relaxed probably too. Exactly, right? yeah, exactly. Especially in those areas where they have a lot of problems. Now, I have, I have a quick question for you. I, mm-hmm. of course, was accepted to Dartmouth and have been deferring my enrollment for over a decade now. Mm-hmm. Um, I keep you gotta go. You just gotta go. It's hard to get into. I, is, I, is smoking something yeah. I can major in? Like yes, actually, oh. I I should have mentioned that before. I I, uh, I, I have lobbied the uh, college to make smoking a major, and it now is. You can major in smoking, and you have to do a big report at the end of the semester where you smoke a lot. Interesting. Now, if you're a smoking major, do you get credit for cigarettes you smoke? Outside of class, at parties, in uh, at a community college, those smoking at a beach, at a yeah, you yeah, know, that stuff? at a difference, yeah. Can you transfer smoking cigarettes that you've smoked at other colleges? You can. Uh, what you need to do is just keep a log of each cigarette you've smoked. Write down the time you started smoking the cigarette and the time you ended smoking the cigarette. Do you ever check the butts? Uh, we sometimes have to. There, have, of course, of course, been a number of. Uh, Cheaters. Uh, cheaters, exactly. Right, right. It's almost worse than butts. plagiarism at this point. Yeah. You know, one very interesting thing that I uh, should also mention is one of the most famous smokers uh, was William Shakespeare. Oh, interesting. interesting. I did not know that about Shakespeare. Um, I don't know much about Shakespeare. I haven't gone to college yet. But you got Jason, you got to go. Anyway, that's a story for another day. Now, you, Professor, you mentioned Shakespeare. Do you... Do, uh, does that have you found yourself? How has Shakespeare? I'm sorry. What, how, what is the question? How did you arrive at Shakespeare in your studies of smoking cigarettes? Well, um, I was up in the school library one day and just sort of bored. So, of course, walking around the library, making conversation with the librarians, and uh, she indicated to me that there was a section of the library devoted to poetry mm-hmm. that Shakespeare wrote about smoking. And I've, um, I've, I came across one of these poems, which I thought was just beautiful. Uh, I'd like to read it. Oh, oh please. please. We would love is, that. Please. This is, yeah. Is this in your book? Uh, this is. Okay. Uh, this is in my book. W- would it be possible to, to turn off the lights for this? Can oh, we, Taylor, sure. can we, uh, he's shaking his we head no. can do that? Okay. It seems like we probably, uh, Taylor, you sure? He's shaking his head yes, we can't. Okay, great. Um, this cigarette, uh, sorry, <laughs> I was going to say this cigarette. I meant to say this poem. This poem is called Smoking by William Shakespeare. Cigarette, oh cigarette, your body winks to me. Your tubulish and succulence doth fill my face with glee. With trembling fingers oppress my mouth upon your filtered tip, golden ring around your belly, 
you are tucked safely in my lip. That intoxicating fragrance of tobacco fills my nostrils. I love to smoke a cigarette with my wife in the Catskills. I smoke you, you're cool. My friends now think I'm cool. Because I smoke, they think that I'm the coolest in the schoolyard. Of course, back then they had schoolyard, not school. So. My lungs are filled with fire, my heart ablaze with flame. My name is William Shakespeare. Shakespeare is my name. Uh, that's... That was beautiful, Professor. That's... Thank you very much. Uh, wow. If you're just joining us, you're listening to America Won't Shut Up. Our guest, of course, is smoking historian Nathan Garbage Trash. Now, Nathan, will you stick around for the rest of the show? We're I would take... love to, yes. All right, we're going to take a quick break. Coming up later in the show, music from the Foo Fighters. These guys sound real, real sweet. <laughs> stick around. You're listening to America Won't Shut Up. I smoked two packs a day for 19 years. I thought I was invincible until one day a dog bit my neck. Now I speak through a voice box and oh no, it's the dog, the dog who bit my neck. He's come back to finish the job. He's come back to kill me. Oh no, my neck. Dogs, protect your neck. Welcome back to America Won't Shut Up. If you're just joining us, this week our topic is smoking. Of course, we're sitting here in studio with smoking historian Nathan Garbage Trash. And right now we'd like to welcome our next guest. Uh, she's a teacher, a mother, and a blogger. We'd like to welcome Carlotta Craig to the show. Carlotta, welcome. Hi. Hi, gentlemen. Carlotta, thank you so much for being here. Now, Carlotta, you're sort of an uh, expert on the art of Picking up smoking again. You run a, a famous blog here, which I think is marlboromom.blogspot.com. That's true, yeah. Which yep. has seen a lot of traction in the last week. Tons of traffic. Yeah. My analytics are way up. Uh, can you tell us, tell our listeners, what is the focus of that blog? Well, you know, I've been a smoker for about 33 years. I'm 45 now, and I've been a smoker since I'm 12. And my now ex-husband once asked me to quit smoking when I was pregnant with my first child, Daniela. Um, and I did, you know, I did it because I thought that it was the right choice. I spent nine months off of the cigs. Mm -hmm. And I'll tell you, the minute I had that kid, I lit right up. Right. I lit right up in that hospital room. And it was just, oh, it felt so darn good. So right. not only did you light up, but you, you lit up. I mean, I A lit up person. inside. Yeah. And I knew right then, First of all, the husband had to go because right. who would ask me to do something like that? Oh, you that's know? your choice. Was your husband a doctor or anything? Why, why did he, he think He was a he... doctor and a oh, lawyer. Oh, he was. Okay. It sounds like a know-it-all and a bully to I me. Mean, now, he's got it, custody on weekends. Now, Carlotta, can I ask, you know, I've been on and off the wagon a couple of times myself. It seems to me that, you know, someone like you could really offer a lot of help to someone like me who's just out there, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm all thumbs when it comes to doing most things, especially smoking cigarettes again. They say it's like riding a bike. For me, it's like falling off a log, you know? Can you tell a layman like me, what are the, kind of walk me through how to pick up smoking Absolutely. again? I've been through it 109 times myself, wow. actually. Oh, wow. that's... And I'm a week off, I'm gonna pick it up again on Sunday. That'll be my 100th and 10th time, so oh, I, that's I can a definitely milestone. walk you through that. Sure. Um, number one, uh, buy a pack of cigarettes mm -hmm. you know you might do that in secret when no one's looking 
it's kind of how it feels best. Mm-hmm. Uh, you might you might bum bum some off of a friend. Sure. That's a very popular way to get into it. Let me bum a smoke. Bum a smoke. I yeah. mean, that's exactly what you do for for a log faller like you. Mm-hmm. You just kind of walk up to someone and say, "Can I bum one?" Uh, or maybe you offer a dollar to a stranger. Can and I bum? Buy a yeah. Can, can I, I buy, buy a, a Can I buy a smoke from you mm-hmm. for a dollar? Cities like this. Um, you take a cigarette between your hands, your your pointer finger and your middle finger. Okay, I'm looking at it right now. Are you going to do that? I'm going to walk it through. Pointer Taylor, finger can is we, index uh, finger, is that right? Yep, your gonna, index Taylor, finger. can I get a cigarette, please? Can I bum a smoke? He's shaking his there head now. There you go. Jason, can I bum one for uh, you? Sure, of course. Taylor's shaking his head now. Okay, so I have one between my two fingers. Okay. All right, okay, let's move it a little further towards the tip of the fingers. You got it a little too far back there. Oh, okay, I'm moving it up. Yeah, there you go, between... Uh, Right on like that. Now, I'm right-handed. Should I be using my left hand like I am? Nope. Use your writing hand for sure. Okay. That feels better. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, you're just going to take a match or a lighter. He's shaking his head. Uh, Jason's got me. Okay. I'm not going to ask Taylor anymore. Okay. I have a match. Bring it up to your mouth. The match? Oh, no, no. Oh, man. I told you it's been a while. I mean, it's just, it's it's been, (laughs) it's too crazy. Okay. I'm taking the cigarette up to my lips. Uh huh. And you're going to bring the match up, mm-hmm. and you're going to hold it and suck in, suck in just little puffs. <laughs> okay. <yeah. coughs> match down, cigarette out, and <coughs> in and out. There you go. You've picked it up again. Oh my god, I'm smoking again. Oh man, wow. and how does it feel? It feels great. Right. I gotta say, and you know what was exciting too? The learning again is fun. That seems to be. Is that for you now? That I learn something question. new every time. Yeah. yeah. Is it? Is it? Is it? Is it the smoking that you love, or the stopping and starting that you love? Oh, it's definitely the stopping and starting right. because every time it's new again. How, how long does one have to stop smoking before they can be considered ha- having like uh, that? They're picking it up again. Well, I mean, a day, a day or two. The thing you don't want to happen is that you don't smoke for too long. Right. I'd recommend for someone that's really going to get the most out of it, you smoke at least once a month. Sure. And then when you come back to it, it'll be very great. But if you go any longer than that, I mean, you're just not going to want to smoke anymore. And that's right. not what we want to happen. How Now, Pat has started picking it up. How It's got to be more than the, just this one cigarette, right? How, how long should he be? Should he continue smoking? 20, 40. Okay. 20, no, t- like a pack. 20, 40 cigarettes or 20, 40 packs or years? 20, oh, 2040 packs. Okay. To the year 2040. <laughs> <That> <laughs> just like kidding, gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry Lord to knows. interject really quick. Oh, I just please. have to say, Pat, you look very, very cool smoking the cigarette. Oh, it's coming from a professor. Not bad. <laughs> Thank you, professor. Yes. Hey, I'm not one of your students. <laughs> I, I might want to be, though. Professor, what's your brand? Uh, me, I'm, uh, I, I smoke uh, Joe Camel cigarettes. Ah, mm-hmm. yes. It's interesting that we were all, we all smoke different brands. We Carlotta, we didn't ask you what what's your brand? Uh, Marlboro Lights. Oh, okay. And now you are the Marlboro mom, uh, self proclaimed. Now, do you let your children smoke? Absolutely. And how old are they? Uh, fifteen and five. Okay, so the five year old's already smoking because I, as I said, I have a four year old and I feel she's too young. I mean, but... that's a little young. Four's yeah. a little young, but I mean, in the next year she'll get some motor skills. She's going to be at school with great teachers like myself. Don't mind if I do. Oh, you're a teacher. Yeah, teacher, mother, blogger. Oh, see, I thought you meant. I didn't know you were actually a teacher. I oh you no, meant, you just taught people things, but I didn't think you had like a, a job. I teach second grade. Oh wow, that's great. I'm sorry, yeah, just quickly to interject, uh, the great. Woman pilot Amelia Earhart uh, began smoking when she was three years old, and many believe that that 
uh, contributed to her being a wonderful pilot, of course, until she was got lost and messed up big time. She did mess up big time. Um, now, uh, speaking of, Carlotta, speaking of messing up big time, you know, do you feel that the government regulation on cigarettes, mm-hmm. is that a big time mess up? Oh, big time mess up, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have been leading the charge against the smoking ban for those under 18 years old. And it's just time that we, we this nanny state, this nanny state that we live in, like, kind of lifted lifted their binds off of our younger generation. And indoor smoking, might I add, brings uh, brings patrons to places like bars, to oh, restaurants, sure. if they know that they're going to be able to smoke in those places. I mean, it's just really, it's a really disgusting uh, legislative activism on, on behalf of our government. Oh, well, I don't want to get out. I mean, Jason knows this about me. I am a libertarian and a restaurant owner. So for me, Rock on, man. this hits really close to home. Live free or die, right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, 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 um, now, Carlotta, on your blog... Sorry, what was the question? Um, on your blog, you offer a lot of uh, you offer a lot of sort of tips and tricks for people of different walks of life. You, you know, you kind of break it down by race, ethnic background. You know, Absolutely. you have personalized sort of uh, training guides for people to start smoking again. What are the differences for you know, say, between a man and a woman starting smoking again? person of one race or another what what, you know how do they how should they approach it differently so a black man is going to be able to pick up a pack of cools and walk down the street no problem i mean let's be honest in the world that we live in a black man can walk down the street and smoke a cigarette in public and he's not going to get any sort of strange looks Uh a tiny white woman and i'm talking mostly about tiny ones are going to have a little bit more trouble being socially accepted walking down the street. So for a tiny white woman, I'd say get a pack of Virginia Slims that are a little skinnier, cut them in half so that they're more on your scale. Mm-hmm. And it's gonna look a lot more balanced in public. People might not be able to see it even. You can hide them in your purse better. Sure. I mean, that's my tip. But really, black men and smoking, they've got it going on. Okay, the well, the best you, possible way to live your life. Is you heard it here. I mean, if you're smoker. lucky enough to be a black male, the smoking stuff's going to be easy for you. If you're a petite white woman, get a pack of Virginia Slims, slice them in half. Carlotta, I want to ask you, as someone who is an expert on the art of picking up smoking again, what do you say to these people who just are always smoking and they just don't stop? Is that is that something you strive for, or do do you think there's more pleasure in stopping? Oh and no! Then I mean, up I'd again? say you're missing out on the finer things, friend. Right. Self mastery is a really beautiful art form, and to self control thyself to the point where you're not smoking every single day, where you're mm-hmm. not giving in to absolute addiction, and then when you do give in to it, have you known? You know. Does this make sense? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I think that makes sense. That rings really true for me. Professor, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you, mm-hmm. as someone who's smoking um, because it is, it makes me cool, mm-hmm. which is cooler? Should I keep smoking or should I stop and, you know, for two months and then pick it up? Very again? curious what the answer to this is. 
Well, um, I have always been of the mindset of if you're smoking, good. Uh, if you're if you're not smoking, bad. Right. So if I, you know, I smoke through the holidays because mm-hmm. the pressure of families Amen. and it's just ugh, my uncle is the worst, and I just I I need something to relax. Sure. January rolls around, New Year's resolution. I'm gonna stop. January, maybe through if I if I can make it to spring, huh, I'm lucky. Your New Year's resolution should be to start and continue. That's what like so if I try to stop to maybe like follow her mm-hmm. her ideal. Am I am I just a big lamo for three months? Like, do you look down? Not on as me? long as you think you always know you're coming back. Right. As long as as long as you know you're a smoker and you will smoke cigarettes, then that's okay. Fine. Yeah, I think that's sort of yeah. where I'm. Then you're cool. Be. Okay. Yeah. Now, professor, would you ever have? Carlotta here in as say a guest lecturer in one of your classes at your I school? would love it to. I can't believe the idea hasn't occurred to me. Would you like to Absolutely, absolutely and give a guest lecture? Yes. That's great. The one the one stipulation is you have to uh, prepare a video of some kind. I've got a great video about blowing O's. About what I'm sorry? Blowing O's. Oh yeah. Smoking oh. O's. Oh smoke okay, rings. Okay, like smoke rings. Yeah, smoke rings. You don't call them blowing O's? No. I sometimes do. Thanks. I've heard it. I know when Moses passed on the Ten Commandments to Jesus, that was one of the things that was mentioned in, in there was blowing O's. Blowing O's. Just kind of a suggestion. Oh, right? heard, yeah, I guess. It's more I... the old English. Yes. Okay. Now, speaking of religion, I just want to say, well, I'll, I'll phrase it as a question. Is it right for the Pope to be sort of trying to, you know, uh, stop people from using contraception because isn't that the same as stopping people from smoking cigarettes real quick answer from both of you guys on that <laughs> you're asking if it's wrong for the pope to, to stop. isn't it wrong for the pope to tell people not to use condoms because is that not the same as telling them not to smoke i think it essentially is uh, both are cool things sex without condoms and um or rather he, he doesn't want them to use condoms Right. Correct. Well, that's cool. Smoking is cool. Sex without condoms is cool. Here, here. Can't disagree with that. Got to get back to church. That reminds me. You know, I'm akin to to agree with Nathan here, but I got to say, the underlying theme of our smoking counterculture, you know, this community that I know you hold so dear, you guys are, you know, beginning to enter into, and that I hold Mm -hmm. so dear, is that... No one should tell anyone what they can or cannot do. Right. Ever. Ever. In any situation. And, the you know, the, the Catholic Church has been selling their own brand of cigarettes for so long and pushing that on people. Why would they push brands of, or why would they push sex with no condoms on people? Right. Ugh. That's true. Maybe they should just lay off. Lay wow. off and, you know, get back to praying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Stick to <laughs> I mean, what I'm you're good Catholic, at. I'm not Catholic, so I don't know. Yeah. Stick you... to what you're good at, Pope. Exactly. The Pope needs to get back to praying. Keep it in your shorts, Pope. All right, let's take another quick break. Uh, We're sitting here, of course, with smoking historian Nathan Garbage Trash and picking up smoking expert Carlotta Craig. Coming up later in the show, music from the Foo Fighters. Now, Pat, I heard these guys in soundcheck. We talked about it a little earlier. I was listening to these guys warm up. They are so good. It was just... Simple 12-piece drum kit and all acoustic. That, I, like, 
And, oh. I don't want to tell you what to do in the spirit of our conversation, but if you have the means, pick up a Foo Fighters album. Oh, they are man. so choice. So select. All that and more coming up later on the show. You're listening to America Won't Shut Up. All right, now, Pat, is there anywhere we're going to be this week that uh, listeners can come see us? Oh, absolutely. This Saturday, we're going to be coming to you live from the non-smoking restrooms of the Stony Brook Mall for the first annual Million Tough Sneak-A-Puff event. That's right. We'll be there signing autographs, playing the Hall & Oates song Private Eyes on repeat, and hopefully sneaking a quick drag on the sly before mall security notices what's shaking down. So come on down, try to get away with it, and even if you don't smoke, we could still use plenty of people to stand outside and just let us know if anyone's coming. Plus, we can always use an extra hand to light our smokes. And we won't be alone, of course not. Uh, we'll be joined by none other than superstar Beverly D'Angelo's rotten punk son, Timmy D'Angelo. He's going to be smoking cigarettes and saying swear words all day long. As always, you can follow all of the action on Twitter via the hashtag GimmeTimmyVirginiaSlimmy2012. That's this Saturday at the Stony Brook Mall. America won't shut up live. Wait, I think someone's coming. All right, welcome back to America Won't Shut Up. If you're just joining us, the topic this week, America Won't Shut Up about smoking. We were sitting here with our guest. He's a professor at uh, Dartmouth College, Nathan Garbage Trash, smoking historian and mom, blogger, teacher, Carlotta Craig. Hello. Now, everyone here, well, well uh, during the break, we all decided, we've had a really great discussion, we all decided to light up and just have a smoke. Oh, it feels good. good. <laughs> Real. Nathan, uh, I'm going to be honest, I feel mm. like we've built up a little relationship here. Absolutely. Absolutely. You, came, you came in here and you're like, oh, I'm a historian on smoking, I'm a professor <laughs> Whoa, at Dartmouth. Jason, Jason. Oh, well, well, that was, But like, I feel like you just were up chucking a bunch of facts mm -hmm. now i see you actually smoking mm -hmm. oh dude you are super cool man thank you i appreciate that although i really don't like the impression you just did. you kind of really that was, unloaded that on was him on out of me. nowhere that was that was my bad man that was do you always insult people when you no no i'm just them? no well, i would have does. never said that if i didn't see this almost a complete 180 in like your persona i don't know i like it was just such a high. It was high pitched and whiny. It was like Steve Urkel. Yeah. Do I do I sound like Steve Urkel? Nah. Uh. May, maybe a little. Not anymore. Maybe like, a little. Not anymore. Of course. Guys, let's not ruin my hundred and ten. Oh, what number is it? Hundred and ten. Coming up on one Yeah. Yeah. Uh, with this kind of You're anxiety, right. let's like yeah. suck it in and let it all blow out. <sighs> Yeah. Oh, that is oh, good. Oh, man, that's, that's good stuff. Really good. You know, once I got in a fight with my Mexican housekeeper, Rosa, she didn't wash my kids' shoes. She didn't clean out behind the fridge. And I noticed that she brought her own child over and let him watch cartoons all day. And I said, Rosa, Rosa, what is wrong with you? Clean my kids' shoes. You know, they're dirty, and that's what I hire you for. Right. You're yelling I give at you her. good money. Right. And, you know, she said, Mrs. Craig, Mrs. Craig, I am so sorry. I'm so sorry. I mean, you know, I mean, she said, I'm so sorry. And she slipped me a cigarette. We came together on the kitchen island, leaning against it. We lit up together. We made peace. 
And that was that. I mean, there's no need to have tension in our lives. Sure. That is true. And actually, cigarettes have uh, historically uh, paved the way for uh, many uh, peacemaking treaties throughout history. Right. Such um, as cowboys and Indians. Cowboys and, and like Indians that. came together over cigarettes. The North and the South, I the believe. The North and the South in the Civil War. Mm-hmm. Uh, they all just sat down and had a bunch of cigarettes together, and that was how the Civil War ended. Um, and the slaves, I understand, were invited to have a cigarette too, right? For the first time. Yes. The, uh, the slaves had, had never smoked uh, while they were working on plantations. They were never offered cigarettes, which is perhaps the most tragic part of all that. And then they were offered cigarettes when they became free, and they smoked and had a blast, and they looked very cool. Uh, Ex-slaves were actually the largest owner of tobacco fields after the Civil War. That is true. Mm -hmm. That is true. Because they had so much familiarity in how to produce tobacco. Right. They kind of knew the the field. Well, the field. (laughs) Yes. Uh, I'd say they knew the field. Here's Here's a fun question. Um. Do you guys watch Mad Men? I know I do. I haven't seen it yet. A few of the uh, students I've had illicit affairs with have tried to get me to watch Mad Men. I haven't seen it yet. They just they smoke so much on that show, and it just it looks so cool, man. It really does. Uh, they smoke unfiltered Lucky Strikes. Lucky cool. Strike. I recently started watching Homeland, and uh, that's a show with a lot of tension. Yeah. I feel like if they had a cigarette, Maybe they wouldn't all be so stressed out sure. all the time. Yeah. That's a good point. Calm down a little bit. Yeah, I'd, I'd like uh, Homeland if it were a little bit more like uh, Two and a Half Men or something like that. I haven't seen Homeland, but I have seen Two and a Half Men. So. Well, I think that you're right. Two and a Half Men is the superior show. Of course. Two and a Half Men is a much better show than Homeland. I've seen both shows, and Two and a Half Men is by far the superior show. Well, you heard it here from two tried and true smoking experts. Two and a Half Men is a better show than Homeland. Uh, Nathan Garbage Trash, uh, why don't you tell our listeners where they can get your book, uh, Smoke a, what is it called? A People's Smoke, History a of Smoking? People's History of Smoking. That's right. Smoke a People's History of Smoking is currently available on. All major bookstores, uh, Barnes and Noble, uh, Borders, if uh, Borders still exists, I'm not sure if it, it does anymore. Uh, I don't think so. I think they've. I think they went bankrupt. Completely. Okay, so Barnes and Noble and a local independent wussy family owned. No, it's very interesting that you uh, decided not to sell your book on Amazon or iTunes or anything. anything digital. You're just like. No, I don't. I still don't believe in the internet and yeah. Anything well, it digital. comes with cigarettes, which I understand are illegal too. You have two cigarettes in the back of the book. That's right. Which we, I love. Yeah, we had to hide them in there so that we wouldn't get caught, which yeah. is, sure. of course, makes it much cooler. Yeah, right. of course. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Carlotta, of course, has her blog, uh, marbromom.blogspot.com. Carlotta, any, anything to plug going on on your blog? Uh, I'll be doing a live chat with three white men and one Indian doctor next week on Google Hangouts on my uh, site. Cool. Be sure to check that out. That sounds great. And you know what else sounds great? Boy, oh boy, buckle up, everybody. Taking us out of another great show. Ladies and gentlemen, the Foo Fighters. Thanks for listening to America Won't Shut Up. As always, America Won't Shut Up is produced by the medium height Taylor Moore. Our guests this week were Arthur Meyer. He's a writer on Jimmy Fallon, so watch Jimmy Fallon for stuff that he's written. And of course, Carlotta Craig who you can check out her website at marbromom.blogspot.com. Pat, I haven't checked out that website, have you? I bookmarked it, and I'm going to click on it later. 